So it's April the 19th, and we're gonna talk everything real estate market related. The real estate market is booming. Uh, we have statistics to go through transactions year on year. We wanna talk about the luxury market and how we are breaking records month to month, and, year, and yearly records existed for the highest transaction values ever sold. And we're gonna talk golden visas. So let's start with what everyone's looking at at the moment, the property market. So I'd like to welcome in my older brother. I've got a couple of questions before we start. Okay. Two, Lewis's birthday, four, four days ago? Four days ago. How old are you? 36. 36, you feeling old? I am old, my knees are old, <laughs> my belly's big. Hairline's still there? Ha hairline's fake, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but also my second question I've got is, how does it feel having someone next to you today that doesn't run a streaming empire or a food empire. Your previous guest is Yeah, week. but you, you've you, just got me. You're a massive customer to the food <laughs> empire, so it's fine. You're one of the biggest customers. I thought your third question was going to be, why am I wearing a jean suit? <laughs> I've just shared on a video on Lewis's Instagram. Uh, Lewis, if you go Google Justin Tim Timberlake denim, you'll see Lewis today is kind of reenacting the Senorita, Justin Timberlake. I feel for you. Yeah, we're talking NSYNC days, so. though. Oh, wow. Baby girl, you're gone. Yeah. That's a good tune that was, by the way. <laughs> so, but some massive, massive, massive news this week. Uh, one we've been eagerly waiting for. Golden visas, which you touched on. Yeah. Talk us a little bit about that, because that, I think this can make, this is, this will solve a lot of answers to some of the problems Dubai's had for many years. I think the big thing is, about a year ago, I maybe a year and a half ago, I actually applied for the golden visa and I got rejected. <laughs> and I was like, how can you reject me? So they asked me to send in my bank statements, the company accounts. I don't know actually who they went to, by the way. I just printed them and sent them, I gave them to the PRO. But someone's got our accounts now. They asked me to see title deeds. And I should have qualified, basically should have qualified. And I had stuff on there, so it was off plan like the Atlantis and yep. the things that we're buying and the houses that I was living in were way over the value of what the minimum value was. They just rejected me. They didn't give me any reason. And I said to myself, I don't even want it. And just to, to go a bit in further in, they said, oh yeah, we can get you the visa. But if they were going to give me the visa, they were going to um, link it to a property. And if I ever sold that property, they were going to cancel the golden visa. I was like, what's the point in that? So I always thought it was unobtainable yep. until last week. Well, yesterday, last night, some huge news. So there's lots of different changes in terms of industries and people who can apply for it but the one we're going to focus on today is actually the real estate side of things and what they've done is they've actually made it less complicated more simple and more obtainable and one thing that i've been talking about quite a lot over the years is food food <laughs> <laughs> I've been food a lot over the years one thing i've been talking about a lot over the years is in dubai traditionally you have a two-year visa so what a lot of people do in in country is they review their current situation about living in the country every two years because they're forced to really of course yeah so with this new 10-year visa golden visa my view is it will keep more people in country which will contribute towards increasing population which is the overall goal so the visas that are currently changed that are worth noting so first of all tourist visas worth 30 days for certain countries yes existing at the moment 30 days we've increased that to 60 days so if you're coming from the UK, you can stay as long as 60 days now. Correct. Which is brilliant. Then we've got the golden visa. So let me give you a breakdown of the golden visa. So this is for 10 years. So how this works is it's for all children. Um, it's for your wife and also the house help. Now in the event that someone passes away or the person that's holding the golden visa, that uh, golden visa will be eligible to be completed for the 10 year period, which is amazing. Amazing. For anything yeah. that happens. So if you pop your clogs. My wife can stay. Can stay, yeah. Yeah, and children and everyone else. But that, that, what, the good thing about, about the golden visa, which the, the main reason it's changed is going to help everyone else, is the real estate investor. So if the real estate investor has bought a property 
over 2 million dirhams, they now apply for the golden visa. And the huge thing about it is, according to the, the, the statement yesterday, was it includes buyers that have bought a property with a home loan with certain specific local banks. So if, you've, if you bought a property more than 2 million dirhams and you got a home loan, there's a very, very good chance you'll qualify for this golden visa, which means no blood test every two years. I know, yeah. <laughs> It'd be probably less chance of fa- more chance of failure because every 10 years oh now. Oh, my God. Oh, God, that's grim. So that's that's brilliant. I also believe, I, I, I for someone that's, I just think it'll keep more people in country because it, you don't have to review your, your, your circumstances every year. Yeah. I think you have a lot more people consider buying because of this also. Yeah, it creates stability, doesn't it? I mean, that's, that's the, the key aim. Okay, so golden visas are a massive part of, of the future of Dubai. Uh, luxury real estate seems like it's going to be a massive part of Dubai. Now, congratulations to an agent called Connor uh, that I've known from another agency before. He broke the record for 280 million. Amazing. That is what we come to Dubai for. Young lad come over from another company, uh, seen him out and about, specialised in luxury property. And to break the record, you know, fair play to the lad. So, big shout out to, to him. Um, off the back of that, also put also up, um, we've actually broke the record twice in two months. We have. Now, this is not an old look at us moment, but it's a it's an old look at the Dubai property market moment. So, we broke the record for the biggest ever Palm Villa, in fact, villa we'd ever sold last month. Yeah. And this morning, I just got off the phone to, I had a commercial that just broke that record by about 60% for another villa that we've recently sold. So... What does that say to you when you see people like uh, other agencies doing the, you know, the 280 minute and we're standing? What is, what's that saying? There's a lot of money in the world. Yeah, print, print, print. <laughs> There's a lot of money in the world. There's a lot of people seeing this place as the place to be at the moment. Yeah. I, I was driving to work this morning and there are a lot of countries that are actually genuinely suffering. Yeah, I Whether agree. it's, you know, different, but Dubai, it, it's unexplainable how mm. bullish not just the real estate markets, but lots of different sectors, how bullish they are with the way things are going. I think we, these things are golden visas yesterday. There is no doubt why people are deciding to spend so much money here because they feel like this is the place to be right now and for the next 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, if, if you look at the market, it, it is just booming because we were talking about other villas that we were talking about. One of them was Hillside and Hillside, they were selling in Jumeirah Golf Stadium for 30, 25 million. And I was speaking to the developer yesterday, and he said, oh, do you know, we sold the record villa there. It's the last one that they had. Check the Dubai Land Department data, the open source data, which we're going to touch on to in a minute. Um, and 50 million for 49.7 million dirhams. So practically, that same property is doubled in value in two years. In a year. In a year. In a year. And this, this is the thing with Dubai. I mean, obviously, we see all the programs, the glitz and the glam, and you see the cars, but when you actually look at the availability of genuine high-end property, like real yeah. trophy, trophy assets, there's not a lot. And obviously there are some more, there are stuff being built over the next year or two. When when they when they come to market, they go. You look at the perfect example, uh, Omniat. Yep. They launched the tower next to the door chest on the palm, um, and it went on the same day. They're, they're a, you know, we've actually argued with developers, like big developers have launched these super luxury projects and I'm just saying that we're not going to your launch because they want you to sleep overnight with a tick, uh, with a check, hoping that you get a unit and a token. I've seen vi- just... videos of launches recently where we've had a member of staff, believe it or not, yeah. in one particular launch where he actually slept overnight, uh, basically on the floor, to oh. ensure he got his client two properties. Three? Three properties. 
And that um, that is very common. You know, we're having people queue up and really fight to get to these launches. It's mad what's going on. It is 2006, seven esque yeah. but with cash backing it because yeah. everything that's being bought is either cash down payments or heavy 40% down payments. There's nowhere near, again, I might be wrong here, by the way, but there's nowhere near, from what I can see, there's not there's not as much trading as there used to be. Do you know, no. in the early, early yeah. days where you used to buy something, you used to flip it within a couple of days. That's not happening as People frequently. People are holding it. Why would you sell it? Why would you sell it? You're the, you're the only erratic investor I know. That no, no. Everything not I buy, I'll wait until handover. Yeah, then you sell it. <laughs> and then I sell it, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the luxury market is booming. The Dubai real estate market is booming. So... One of the points I want to talk about is um, the transactional data for the year. So we were recently on a data website, what was it called? DXB Interact? Yep. D- and a very, very good uh, website. Big shout out to the um, to Firas that built that. Very, very, very cool very data. Good, yeah. So well done to you. So we're using that website and reviewing uh, what's going on in the Dubai property market. So um, interesting, 70.83% transactional increase year on year from last year it's it's, wild it's mind-blowing and also a a story scene was dubai has had his strongest start to the year ever was at the end of last month up to twelve thousand plus transactions that had occurred already well let me break down the transactions if anyone that's in the market and estate agent this these stats are so cool to know so there was 1,172 transactions as of today that have happened in Dubai Marina. That's a 38% increase. Business Bay has had a 105% increase year on year from last year with 2,492 transactions. The Dubai Creek Harbour, 1,338% increase doing 1,007 transactions. Downtown is at 1,106% with 1,205 transactions. Ranch is two in a smaller community, 127 transactions, and the greens. What's quite interesting is Palm Jumeirah is down 4.61%. Really? And wow. Ranch is about 5% down as well. So that would tell me people in the Palm are keeping hold of their properties. Well, there's been a, I mean, what, I don't know, when, when I was in real estate, the lowest you could buy a garden home for, and I think it was like 05, I think it was. You, I think someone bought one once at 6.2 million. You can't enter a garden home market now for, I don't know, it must be 16 million, 17 minimum, 17 million. So there's been a major spike. It always happens, the, the price increase, the buyers panic, then they connect and they go again. That's pretty much how the market goes. But there's always been a major spike in the palm, but I mean, it's be 4.6% down. It's not the end of the world if you own a house there. We're talking about numbers, not necessarily property prices, which have gone up, but the number of transactions Units. is frightening. The number of people buying properties. So when we're seeing 20, 30, 40% across, not just one community, but multiple communities where we're seeing huge gains, it's just, yeah, it's mind-blowing, it really. Is. What do you put it down to? We talked about it earlier on, but I, I, I don't want to answer this question for you. You get it though, aren't you? I might do, yeah. Like when we talked about golden visas, and we're going to talk about the open data in a moment, all of this is all knitted together nicely. The golden visas gives people more comfort about staying here longer. Yeah. The, de- the, de- the open DLD data gives more transparency. So if you're an investor, you're thinking, right, I now have more information than ever about making yeah. an informed decision. Yeah. I now, when I buy something, know that my, my future in this country is now more longer term than two years. It's even down to um, the naysayers. This is perfect for the, the people who go, 
and I see it on Love in Dubai and I see it on Facebook groups, they go, no one's buying it. Arabian, Arabian business is perfect. No one's buying in Dubai. The market's going to crash. You just go, well, there's the land department there. Because what they say is you're faking it. Agents are lying. So it's good for agents. It's good for the naysayers. It's good for the press. Open source data. I mean, the UK do it on Ryan Boom Zoop, don't they? they do, yeah. You can literally go onto the address that you own and you can see the historical sales, can't you? I think this will apply to so many things. DLD data is a start. So people only see everything that's happening. But I think in the future as well, which is a big part of transparency. We talk about Companies House in the UK where yeah. you can jump on and see company information, who the owners is, whatever. How much they're making. Yeah, how much they're making as well, their, their, their books. But I think that'll happen here also. And I think the more transparency in the whole country, I think it'll attract more, more investment in general. Okay, and on to the final point of our short, sharp podcast today, the open source data, yes. which we've just touched on then. So what has happened? Just explain to anyone that's listening what happened. So DLD, six to nine months ago, trialled uh, open data to a number of property portals where they said, right, here's our data, go and translate it into what, uh, what the consumer uses in the story um, and go and remove it. That's been very, very successful. Number of property portals, property finder, uh, Bayou and DXB Interact are currently using it. They've now basically opened that up to anyone that wants to decide to say, look, here is the data, interpret it how you will and kind of put it on your own dashboard or whatever you want to do with it. So Dubai DLD have now said, here you go, this is what we've got, do what you want with it. Yeah. Amazing, huge step as well, because I think in general with Dubai, it's always been, this is ours, yeah. you know, we're, we will be in control of everything. I think that's not sustainable as the country grows. And so being able to give people access, I think the world we're in anyway, yeah. open APIs, open access is, is so, it's a normal thing. Our businesses run on it. I mean, everything from WhatsApp to emails to a, a Salesforce that we use. I don't think in today's world you can give the customer the experience without giving the open APIs and the data. So I think that is going to be a massive step forward for a few things. I think valuation companies. Yep. I mean, I don't know how you can hide from valuation at that point. I mean, the question that would be begged to be asked is what's the point in getting comparables to valuations now? They could have it directly onto their dashboard if you had some smart people doing it. Same with our CRM. We could have live property data so, in our in our data in our property database versus what we've got for sale, giving us information there. So I mean, we're, we're going to build this out ourselves, let's be honest about it. We've got a team behind that are going to make sure that the customer experience is absolutely A1, but brilliant for the market. Data beats opinion every day of the week. Ooh, that's how we're going to end it. Data yeah. beats opinion. Welcome to the Dubai Open Data Property Market. I love it. Great place to be. Thank you very much for tuning in. A short, sharp, but a very Updateful doesn't work, does yeah. it? Updateful. Yeah, we're updated, yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye.